0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: Believe.
0: Boom. And there it is wireless on the most
1: reliable network nationwide. That's cool. But with my wireless, I get unlimited for just 30 bucks.
0: Impressive. But does yours have 5G included?
1: Of course. And my wireless saves me 400 bucks a year. <clears throat> That's because you all have Xfinity Mobile with your internet. It's wireless so good, it keeps one upping itself. $30 per line per month, taxes and fees extra, compares pricing of top carriers, Xfinity internet required, reduced speeds up to 20 gigabits of usage per line, most reliable based on root metrics, yields report, results vary, non-endorsement. Hi, am I caller number four? Hello? Hello, did I win? Did I win the tickets? Damn it! Five, four, three, two, one, reviewers. Yo. What's happening? What How are you? Hell? How are you doing? Huh. How are you feeling? How's, how's, every, your
0: mother? How, how's every little thing, right? Right. In the, words, in, the words of the, in the words of the Immortal Bugs Bunny, you know what I'm saying? How's every little thing, right? Right. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? We love y'all out there. we just we really concerned about how y'all doing. How y'all mm-hmm. feeling? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? How, how's, how's every little thing, you know?
1: Right, right. We're almost, we're almost out of the first quarter of 2019. You know what I mean? We got March Madness coming up. March pretty Madness sure up, man. You guys are going to be putting in some money on the little fucking uh, squares uh, challenge bets. Yeah. We're buy- buying your squares. In, in your office hold, building and hold- shit. Right. Don't don't let don't let Janice from accounting, who's never seen a college basketball game in her life, beat you. All right? All right. That's that, all of you.
0: Because her son plays AAU basketball. You know what I'm saying? She don't know all about right. nothing but what her son does. She plays like and wins fucking the whole pot.
1: Exactly. That should you, she, she told me Gonzaga was good. I'm right. like, all right. Good God damn you, it. good for you, Janice. Right. Well, hey, get get, get your money, Janice. Uh, so, you know, it's a it's a very interesting time to be a sports fan in this, in this time of year because there's always different things happening, even even when, you know, some of your favorite teams aren't taking the field because um, there's always action. Oh, baby, oh, yeah. there's always action. And we'll get to that. Uh, we'll get to that. Um, if you're just joining us for the very first time, this is JB and Benny Blue Review Podcast. Uh, joining me via technology, courtesy of the Apple Corporation. Oh, the uh, Apple, man. My, 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 my dear brother in savagery, donning his best Southern Mist to the top mm. golden shirt. Always. Uh, Jeremiah Eugenius Bridges, the mm. Soey Jr. Esquire. <laughs> doctor, lawyer, poet yes. laureate. yes. Tell tell the people who you are, sir, for for, for those just joining us for the first time. For
0: the people that don't know me out there, reviewers, how you doing? My name is Jeremy Bridges and I am a ten year NFL veteran, retired in two thousand thirteen. Uh most recently played for the Arizona Cardinals, you know what I'm saying, bird gang all day. Bird gang. Uh I am a coach, a mentor, a business owner, you know what I'm saying, and a and a partner to this this handsome damn this handsome devil, you know what I'm saying, I do the podcast mm-hmm. with uh father all those beautiful things uh you know what i'm saying but my partner in crime you know what i'm saying mr Beneford, ryan smith the third all right yeah yes sir yeah, i'm right yes sir tell them about yourself buddy
1: what's good good people it's your man benny blue comedian podcaster entrepreneur extraordinaire uh you know what i'm saying partnering our our, our fine sponsor pacific home buyers yes. i've worked in the music industry for many years Uh, I had my own PR firm, Blue Public Relations. Um, Originally had the True Blue podcast, which spawned the JB and Benny Blue Review podcast. That's right. Um, It's a beautiful thing how life works. I also worked with some professional athletes, particularly uh, some NFL players, including one gentleman that we will talk about who was unfortunately released from employment from the Bird Gang. But he's a good dude. He's Bird uh, Gang for life uh, now, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Burger Burger I don't know what's next for him but you know he he's a good dude and uh yeah all the, all that kind of came to the big old gumbo pot that is the review and brought us together and uh now we're here for your listening pleasure and we appreciate you rocking with us um you know we talk about everything man like obviously we're, we're for those who've been rocking with us the reviewers of, of old and, and somewhat old and those who've been fucking with us and since our new day games. one yeah, yeah. N- know know that we know that we talk our, our favorite game the most glorious game on all planet earth foosball uh, but yeah. we also get in other things man we get into music sports yeah. a little bit of politics yeah. you know society culture yeah. um and every, everything you know shit sometimes the most random shit Lord knows jb's good for a conspiracy theory. You know, you know I drop Dear one. Lord, there. You know what I'm saying? Hey,
0: with that being said, as far as music goes, just a quick reminder to the reviewers out there. Oh, uh, yeah. Savage Reactions, you know what I'm saying? We need content to do Savage Reactions on. So we are asking, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, that you shoot us your new music. You know what I'm saying? Shoot us your new music so we can review it, so we can give you our Savage Reaction, our organic Savage Reaction. Look, we Correct. did not do this before the show. Benny will tell me that we received something, we mm-hmm. listen to it together, and we give you mm-hmm. our honest opinion. Uh, and it's, it's, you know, it's just, it's fair, you know what I'm saying? We're not, we're not going to degrade you or anything like that. We're not banging, you know what I'm saying? We're just going to give you, you know, helpful hints, you know what I'm saying? Positive reinforcement because we know that you take your craft seriously, you know what I'm saying? So we, right. we, we want you to be the best at what you're doing.
1: That's correct. And you can, you can do that by sending us original songs, as JB said, original songs. Original. No, too.
0: no, no YouTube beats.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't. Jack a, a fucking nah. you know I mean? We're not We're not doing that anymore Just nah. the ori- original Heat baby yeah. We
0: need, a, yeah. we need a original Production you know what I'm saying the Original yeah. writing You know what I mean mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of music again man uh, Rest in peace Christopher Wallace The great Notorious B.I.G mm-hmm. uh, One of the Greatest rappers That ever lived Short lived career Cause you know Haters took his life He's he gone way too soon uh, But I just I just, just Just like looking at Some of the things That people were posting Benny over You know what I'm saying Over the last few Uh 36 hours or so, you know what I'm saying, because his birthday was yesterday, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, man, it, he was just, it was amazing, you know what I'm saying, he was just an amazing guy, amazing rapper, you know what I'm saying, uh, you you really have to, like, go back, and like I did yesterday, I went back and I listened to Ready to Die, uh, his first album that he put out, and then uh, some of his, some of his, like, mixtape type stuff, you know what I'm saying, the mm-hmm. dude was unreal, man, you know, his 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 style, his flow, his delivery, the dude was way ahead of his time, mm-hmm. um, just suave as you can be. You know, what I'm saying he was just—he was—he was, you know—he he made big dudes cool. Like after Heavy D came Biggie, you know what I'm saying? Like he he made it cool to be a big dude, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it was—he was, was just—he was the man, dog. You know what I'm saying? I hate that they took him so fast. You know what I'm saying? But the dude was—he mm-hmm. was amazing, man. Rest in peace, B.I.G., man. His legacy lives on. You know what I'm saying through his mom and his, his kids and. Through the, through the timeless music that he's made, correct so, had to get that in there, man. Rest the in old big Papa.
1: Man, any 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 time, and I'm pretty I'm pretty sure you you've been through this a little bit with your sons. Any time that you know you are talking to a young person who's you know interested in hip hop, rap, whatever whatever tag you want to put on it in mm-hmm. terms of the genre, and you need you know when you we're talking about studying studying the craft, studying the greats, right. you know he he was the he was the ultimate balance between what a mixtape rapper and a, like a mainstream popular rapper would sound like. Right. Because he just and it's funny. You it's an interesting parallel with comedy where it's like he was, he was he'd be like he'd be like one of those comics that could go into like just a dingy dive bar. You know the crowd's not even there right. for a show and rock it and then turn around, hop in a limo and go do madison square garden right right and it'd be sold out and it would be still be the same same type of um appeal and oddly enough recipe's heavy d heavy d produced a lot of those early records oh yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of people forget that um and uh you know so there was always you could tell like the the, the people that were you know around him you know obviously obviously you got you got the the puffs of the world but right. on through like you know jay-z yeah, and um, yeah, yeah, jun- like- yeah junior mafia all these people that were around him you could tell like sometimes you just you know you you see certain certain artists whatever their craft is and you can tell like you know sometimes you just got to be like you got to put your armor on and be like no like we'll take care of him right. he'll be fine right. like is when you recognize that you know and unfortunately like you said like the 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 way the way that stuff played out and obviously when you look back on it now with the vibe magazine cover and all that extra shit that you know when you look on that shit back now I, I think I think a lot of those guys who were around that era. You know, they probably wish they could go back and kinda of do it a little bit differently. Right, right, of course. You know? Of course, yeah. And uh, like you said, you know, and then you you lose you know, you know, people forget Biggie and Tupac got killed in the same year. Yeah, right, yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. you know, it's uh you know, one of those things, man, it's one it's probably one of the biggest what ifs in music because you gotta you gotta wonder well, was it, how was, thi- was, was it, how same, be it different it, had it they was, lived. It,
0: it was the same year it was when it, it was like Biggie Pog died in ninety six, right? He got killed in ninety six and B got killed in ninety five. Oh that's right. And then yeah.
1: the following March, you're right. right. Yeah. Current, so we so yeah, yeah, within six months they were both gone. Within a year's time. Yeah. You're correct. Yeah. But gone. still, it makes it makes you wonder um how how other people's careers would be affected and how, how just how music would sound if they were both Because they were so influential for basically right. two completely different reasons. And it's crazy. I was know?
0: about to say, man, you know we like, we lost, you know, two greats, and now we got this shit that we you know what I'm saying that's going
1: on now. <laughs> right, but at the same time, I mean, you never know. I mean, you can you can see you know, like the, the butterfly effect, the ripple effect, how how it would affect, um, you know, because pe- people, the early conspiracy theory was you've heard it before, like oh uh, Biggie died, the, the whole Jay Z Biggie thing, where it's like he he was able to kind of quote unquote take the crown, like on some Game of Thrones. Oh shit, yeah, yeah, like, no. Yeah, I think uh-huh. I think someone like him, he happens anyway.
0: Right, j- you j- j- and I tell people all the time, like you forget that, you know what I'm saying, like. Big respected Jay Z, you know what I'm saying? Because right. Big and Jay Z wrote two records together. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, stop playing. Like, don't don't, right. don't ever discredit Jay Z, you know what I'm saying? Like, that man was going to do what he was going to do regardless. It And it was what, to me, the way I look at it, it was just going to be more fire ass Jay Z and Biggie records shit. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They both right. from right. Dead Style Brook 9 to go in the world. Right. You know what I'm saying?
1: Right. Yeah. I I still I and I I still contend that Tupac would have stopped doing music and he'd be like a full time actor, but he'd he'd like just permanently live in the south of France. <laughs> and like right. just pop, he'd just like pop up like once a year. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like basic basically on <laughs> some like Andre 3000 shit. Like he'd right. just come out when he least expected. Yeah, because that's I like that's what I thought would have happened.
0: Yeah, it, it, that whole cause yeah that whole death row thing we got. Eventually, you know what I'm saying. Still, you know what I'm saying. Would have showed his hand to Pac and Pac would have been like, you know what, I got to get away from this shit. You know what I'm saying? Before I become, you know what I'm saying, another victim of the of the rape <laughs> you know what I'm saying sugar was right. taking, taking advantage of niggas you know what I'm saying but
1: you know yeah. that, anyway that, that, that karma came as as we've seen um, so bringing it back full circle artists if you if you think you're, you're one of the next greats oh trust me we'll, we'll be able to tell you so send that original music to Review at gmail.com yeah, yeah. Um, again you can leave us you can leave us a message here on the Savage Hotline that's 818-850-2804 one yeah. more time that's 818- 818 yeah. 850 850- two eight zero motherfucking foe yep. and leave us that message that shout Bye. out. We will play at the beginning of the show. Um, and yeah, man at JB and Benny blue for all your social media needs. We always have more content. We will yep. talk about other things that may not fit into the podcast. And because we're on our, our every other week schedule, we always want to make sure we're, we're communicating with you fine folks. Um, and JB and Benny blue review.com uh, for all past episodes. If you're just catching up, want to know all what right. we've been doing, what we've been talking about, how you've been feeling and uh, put that slash merch behind it. Copy of Don't be dumb hoodie. And uh, it's all moving together, baby. So we sure. appreciate you moving with us. Um, all right. So you know, look, it's the NFL offseason. but there's a lot of shit happening. We're gonna get into it here in a second. But JB, I know I know you've been you've been keeping it better than I, and I, I I gotta admit I got I gotta make a little bit more time for it and step it up. But right, I've right. been keeping my eye on the highlights and just kind of what's been happening with the teams. Um, the Alliance of American Football League, a big thing that happened over the last what two three weeks is that they got i believe the dude is the owner correct me if i'm wrong of the hurricanes hockey team and i think he gave them i think he invested like 200 million dollars mm. or something like that and a lot of people were kind of you know the the easy thing is people are trying to already di- discredit lee like oh they're fine they're broke they're they are fine they are broke they they can not play they can't they ran out of payroll the, right, the right. league is gonna is gonna fold in a year and from what you've been seeing you've been seeing uh some pretty good some pretty good ball correct
0: yeah, you know, the, the 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 product is really good. It's it's really good football being played. Of course, it's not on the quote-unquote level of the NFL mm-hmm. because the NFL is the top dog. Top level you're going to get the best of the best in the NFL. But it's some really good ball being played and man, it's it's it's, it's satisfying to watch. I'm not going to lie. Like it, it really it really it really, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it treats that fix, you know what I'm saying it, it, it's it's the, it's the fix that you need for football but you got some guys that are just playing some super talent right, and like you just said about the league, the league is going to eventually pick up steam, because certain di- certain demographics like uh, San Diego their team, the fleet, they, they have a decent turnout all the time, and then the Utah team, they always have a decent turnout, and uh, the San Antonio team is like they probably have the, the most fan base of any team i want to go out on a limb and say between the San Diego team and the San Antonio team they have the biggest fan base the Atlanta team even though they're not doing very well when they played down there for the first time I watched that game they had a pretty good turnout they were at, a, at Georgia Southern Stadium I right. think they were at and they, the league is gonna be better trust me when I say it, it's, uh, it's it's pretty good things going on in the league man again like I said football you just want to watch football. It's real football. Besides, you know the whole every time two point and the non-kickoff thing, pretty much. Right. And, right. And you know, and the whole um, two not two point conversion, but the whole um, onside kick thing being out with the whole fourth and twelve thing, which I've only seen twice. Yeah, it's 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 football, man. Four downs. You know what I'm saying? It's the field is hundred yards uh, long, It's fifty three yards wide. Real football, man. So. They're going to be okay. And the fact that they just got $200 million invested into them, somebody knows something. You know, when people start with big money, people start investing money into things, they understand that there's a return coming. Mm-hmm. So trust me, in the next couple of years, it's going to be a pretty big deal.
1: Yeah, and I think and I think that's their strength in terms of their market because like we talked about when we did more of a, a full segment, um, you know, a few weeks ago on this, you know, obviously they're, they're so there's what, teams, correct? Yeah. Eight total. 18,
0: 10-week right. 10, 10, 10 season, a playoff system, and a, 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 a Super Bowl, if you will.
1: Right. Uh, I don't know. Right. So, yeah, so there you And, that, and, and primary example, I think that they're going to win by – especially if you got to figure – say say they expand the league by, you know, four teams yeah. for next year. I think their biggest advantage is going to be putting teams in markets that wouldn't otherwise have a professional sports team. Right, And especially – like you, prime example, San Diego – I mean, you know, San Diego never really never wanted the Chargers to leave. No, and they feel now they feel like they have same. I, I'm pretty sure you'd you'd feel a similar experience in like St. Louis, right. where it's like we had a team, we lost a team, and their team actually had good history, even though they're quote unquote originally from L. A. from where they moved from. They still had the greatest show on turf, and they had that run where they right. had some really good teams in St. Louis. Right, and now it's like, where does that history go? But yet we st- we still got the the big ass dome. It's like, you know, if they gave if they put a team there, you know, team, you know, places where there's a lot of fans that may have to kind of go outside of their market to root for an NFL team. Like right, look at some some of the Midwest states where you go to places like you know, Iowa, the mm-hmm. Dakotas, places like that, you know, they got to, they got to be like, well, do we, do we like the Vikings? Do we like the Chiefs? Right. You know what I mean? Do we like the Packers? Right. And they're kind of like, they feel that there's a connection because they like the team, but it's not, it's not like a, a civic pride connection where it's right. like, no, We're this is town. our shit right. in our town. Yeah. You know, and we right? talked
0: about, we talked about it like when we first spoke about the, uh, the Alliance Football League, how there are going to be teams in different demographics like that, like there's, Right now, uh, it's, it's basically southern and and the western hemispheres, but of course they got to go to the east coast. But they have to; they have no choice. You know what I'm saying? That's got to happen. And then you know they got they got to really tap into the Midwest. So if they're gonna they're gonna structure their league like the NFL, where it's gonna be four um, four divisions, you know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's gonna grow. It's gonna grow. I can't see it not grow. It's it's just mm-hmm. it's just too good. It's, it's having too much success in the first year for it not to grow.
1: Right. Right. And I mean it's like it's like anything else. It's like we're as as sports fans, we're so conditioned for our yearly schedule. Right. right. Yeah. Where it's like with subconsciously we've got that in mind, like, oh, NFL's gonna go for this part. Cool, then it's it's gonna be a break. Yes, it's right. gonna be the free agency stuff, which we'll get to in a second. Mm-hmm. But then you got, you know, then that gives you that gives you the time to enjoy this time of year, so it's March Madness, then the NBA playoffs sure. start, then baseball gets going, and mm-hmm. then and then you, you have then you have that beautiful, you know, crazy ass Lanker to to use to use the LA reference for our LA reviews out right there the uh, the dead man's intersection as JB and I call it with a uh, fucking Lanker shooting oh, Riverside oh uh, Vinland well. where it's 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 a uh, NFL starts mm-hmm. uh, World Series, yep. you know, and the NBA um, finals. NBA, yeah, like every everything comes, NBA starts, NFL starts, and then the World Series, and right. everything kind of comes together in, in the fall, right. and usually, usually there's big, like, end-of-the-year boxing matches, and the whole shit, um, so, like JB said, it's kind of, people who people who are poo-pooing it now and saying, oh, it's the USFL all over again, it's like, maybe that'll be the case with the XFL, right. that's the league I don't have as much faith in.
0: Yeah, I, 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 don't, I, I don't even know if that if the XFL is going, really going, I don't know, I, I don't know, I do. I'm not sure if the XFL is in, in stone, but honestly, the Alliance, they could, they could honestly run the XFL out of business before they even start.
1: Well, the smartest thing they did, and we talked about it in terms of the, the quality of play— I watched a long interview with uh, Charlie Ebersol, who, again, is the, one of the co-founders. He's the son of Dick Ebersol, who ran NBC Sports for a long time. And Dick was the one who part- partnered with Vince McMahon right. to start the original XFL, which is kind of how he got the idea. He even says that he got the idea after they, they did that 30 for 30 right. on the XFL to do it. And one of the smartest things they did was they they got in it early in terms of partnering with the NFL. Mm-hmm. So now they don't have to worry about the NFL trying to be on the slide because they're, they're even... Even though it's not quote unquote developmental league quality football, they don't mind saying, you know what, we can you know, guys that you maybe have given up on or just didn't click with their teams or practice squad guys, they can play here for two years, get legitimate. And then be able to make a 53-man roster right. with the NFL. Yeah. And I think that's what's going to... Honestly, I think that's the key that's going to keep them around because there's not going to be any friction. Right. So they can dominate the spring yeah. and the NFL can dominate the fall yeah, and well, anybody else yeah, going can going to, to shoehorn in there. Yeah,
0: yeah, everybody can make their money. So I'm, I'm not sure, man, if the XFL is even going to be able to... Man, they they, they might have a, a one year, but they're not going to hold up, man. Because the, the alliance is just going to get bigger, like you said. It's not developmental, but... It, 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 it's 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 a, it's it's a gateway or it's a, it's an avenue back into the NFL for certain guys. Other guys, right. it's just a great it's just a great opportunity to make money playing professional football. You know what I'm saying? That honestly would probably never get a chance to play in the NFL. So it, it, it's Correct. it's pretty it's pretty dope league. I'm, I'm 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 satisfied with. it And again, the product is good. If you ain't seen the game, man. If you ain't watched them play, especially now because they're this is like what week five for them. Week uh, week five, I mm-hmm. think. Right. Yeah, they're 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 getting to the point where they watch they have to watch film now and all this other stuff and like the, the defenses are playing well and the, the offense that are really good and that click uh, like those like, Spur- like Spurrier's boys are down in Orlando. I think they're still undefeated. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, the <coughs> Apollos, man like, playing ball, they're playing crazy good ball. You know what I'm saying? Yep.
1: Yep. Well, hey, speaking speaking of changing product. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the uh, not for long league. Oh, the 2018-19 season may be over, but damn it, we are approaching the new league year in just a few days, and there has already been some major moves, some movings and shakings, people coming, people going, uh, people, people signing. People getting released. Yes. Um a lot of a lot of strategy, a lot of smoke and mirrors for the draft coming uh-huh. up. And yep. of course you already you already know how we handle business for the draft. So we're gonna go we're gonna have a whole episode dedicated to that yes. in the coming weeks. I'll be, the I'll,
0: I'll, I'll be in Tombstone for the draft.
1: Tombstone? What's happening in Tombstone?
0: Something Cardinals got going on, bro. I'll keep you posted on that, but uh, uh my guy Adam Rickman, you know what I'm saying, who, who does the uh, the uh player relations, you know what I'm saying, and, like as far as like all the uh, in the community type stuff with the with the, the current and the former players, he told me, he said, we're going to Tombstone over for the draft. But he said the third day, the second day of the draft, I think. All right. Yeah. Well, there you uh, go. I'm, I'm, GB, we have yeah. to
1: represent the Bird Gang, represent the review. I'm excited I'm sure about that. Of content to come. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Good, Good all right.
0: excited about that.
1: All right. So, Bird Gang, look out for that. Um, but in the meantime, uh, this is, oh, man, we haven't done this in a while, but there's a lot of shit to talk about. This is the reviews patented. Mm. NFL free agency news desk. Uh, Do that goddamn news uh, right now. Let's went. go breaking fucking news. Right go, baby. Baby. we're gonna go. We're gonna go. We're gonna go to the story of the day. You already know the talking head, the hot take shows, all these. You know what I'm saying? Suit wearing motherfuckers are gonna be talking about this shit yeah. ad nauseum for, for the, the next, next week. The next year, giving uh, their giving days. their ridiculous takes. Some of some of these guys are probably gonna shame this man. Some of these guys are gonna be very proud of him. You already know what to expect. But we're just gonna give you give you the real deal. Here's the deal, reviewers, if you've been living under a rock. You know that Antonio Brown has been trying to get his, get out of Steeler Nation, and he has successfully done that. He has been traded to the Raiders. He's been, <laughs> been, tra- He's been <laughs> traded to JB DeSarrow. <laughs> Woo! The goddamn Raiders. Yep, he made it. He's getting traded to the Raiders for a third and fifth round pick. Um they did the Raiders have a lot of first round picks, so I mean, hey, props to them for not having to give up on any of them. Uh, Here's a breakdown of the deal. Yeah. Uh, Antonio had three years, about uh, a little over fifty million on his contract. Um, now with no guaranteed money, and now he has thirty point one two five million yeah. guaranteed yeah. on the contract. Mm-hmm. So he basically he basically got a uh, it got converted into a essentially a four year four year extension. Right now there's nineteen point eight of new money on there. Um, on the Steelers side, it looks like they have a dead a dead money salary cap charge of about twenty one million. Yeah. Um. So I mean, that's a lot. And then obviously, we already know what's happening with um, Le'Veon Bell south season, and he's going to be signing somewhere. There's all different shit floating around there. Um. You know, they 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 were talking to the Bills, and Antonio Brown said, "Fuck no, I'm not playing for the Bills." Yeah. Um. Apparently, they talked to the Eagles, but I could see why the Eagles wouldn't do that. Um. Uh, so ultimately, he's on. The Raiders And the cynics out there could say, well, that's a fucking Oakland Raider-ass move. Right. <laughs> but it is interesting considering what John Gruden and now the new um, GM, who we always would see on the draft, is right. like Mike Mayock, is with them, what type of moves that they're making. So instant reaction right off the bat, what do you think about just simply him going to the Raiders?
0: I think that the Raiders, one, got over like a fat rat. I honestly think that, I think, yeah, a third and fifth round pick, like, whoops, like, and and I, I feel like it's a win-win for everybody because mm-hmm. as far as the Steelers go, they needed to get him out of that locker room. They had to get him out of there. He made it very clear that he didn't want to be there publicly. He said it over and over. It was it's was it probably one of the biggest uh, uh, broadcasts or, or, you know what I'm saying, divorces of the NFL's history, like, so... He got out of there, and he's going to a team that I think that he'll be happy to play for. You know, Gruden's going to give him the ball, and everything's going to be peachy. Yeah, I think, honestly, that he just—it he it wasn't the fact that he wasn't getting utilized there. It was just the fact that he wasn't getting treated like an adult and a grown man. You know, I think <laughs> that was the biggest problem for Antonio, is that, that he wasn't getting treated like a grown man. They were putting a lot of the blame on him for things that were happening and— then of course Ben Roethlisberger had to open his fat mouth and speak out and say some stupid right. shit and like literally,
1: literally fat mouth. Right,
0: exactly. And then you know, he's chunky. Skinny, just skinny, fat motherfucker. So right, it's uh he he, he I, I feel like he's in in a place where he's gonna flourish. He's gonna he's gonna do great wherever he's at. He's that caliber receiver, uh, arguably the best receiver in the league. So I really think that Oakland got over, and you know, the Steelers got what they needed. Mm-hmm. And shit, everybody gets to walk away clean. You know what I'm saying? It's over. It, it, it's happening. It's over now. So we can stop talking about shit.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I think just to kind of put a bow on it, I think it actually makes sense for the Raiders and him, because ultimately, this this is no matter where he signed or if he even stayed with the Steelers, mm-hmm. this is this is where if if guaranteed money is justified at any point in a career such as his. It's gonna be now, so you might you might as well do that. Even if you even if it's more incentive based to where he can earn it, great. Is I mean th- this is the time to do it because there there is there is no debate after this contract is over, right? Where this is gonna happen again, even if he's still playing at a high level, you know, you already know it's cat friendly, age, all the things that you've experienced as a player. Right. Even even if you still got it like that. They're doing. You already know they're doing. They're doing risk assessment. Right. All right. So when his contract's over, he's going to be thirty-four. Right. Something like that. So you got to figure. Yes, he's going to. He's still going to. He's still going to play. Right. But I don't think they have to worry so much about. Well, fuck. Do we have to? Go, now, do we have to go through this bullshit of trying to make him happy with the new deals? Like, you're no, right. to right. satisfied. It. You yeah. got a guarantee... You got 100 money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Exactly. Good baby, you, man. Good yeah.
1: Now speaking of Le'Veon Bell. He's a true free agent, right? Technically, I maybe mean, he was just getting a trade, but we're—he's we're, part of this whole whole swell, so we had to talk about it. Right. The the rumor right now, and you could you could see how it could happen with some wheeling and dealing the picks, is that <laughs> Mister Bell could also be in the silver and black. Oh. Uh, what would you think about that? And do you? I mean, based on some of the needs and based on some of the assets that the Raiders have, does that make sense to get him out there?
0: Well, of course it makes sense, but. It's a situation of where do you want that? Can we get them all to play together? Can Gruden get them all to mesh and to play together and not be fighting over the ball? There's only one damn ball to go around. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. Can Gruden get them boys to play ball together? Now, now they got they got the collateral. They got whatever they can. They can you know like you said they got first round picks and all this other shit. So uh, they they can they can dump some shit off. They can gain some shit. They can lose some shit. They they can get them in there. But he's going to break the bank. And that's the issue with that. He, mm. I don't think they have enough that's money to bring him yeah. It sounds good, but I don't think they have enough money to give to bring Le'Veon in because it was estimated uh, a couple of the guys at the SPN kind of put it up there. It was like he's going to be in the 70 range with about 50 guaranteed. I don't think the Ravens got that to give. So, honestly, I wouldn't if I was them. I, I would let him be. I've heard rumors about him going to the Jets. And I think that... That might be a better fit for him because he can be showcased no because they don't really have they don't I don't who, I don't do they have a number one receiver like, <laughs> like who do yeah, the Jets man, they have got like, a, they got a lot of holes and right, Lord, so, knows, yeah, Lord think, knows they pay him yeah yeah. So with that rumor, I think that would be a, a better fit for Le'Veon because yeah he he gonna get the ball in a thousand different ways. It don't matter who the OC is and who's the head coach of the Jets now.
1: Uh, what Adam Gase?
0: Okay, so. Yeah. Yeah, he, he. I think that's a better fit for him. Who knows where Le'Veon is going to go at this point? Everything is just rumors, and next thing you know, we'll get side-swiped, and he'll go to the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Shit. Like you know, what I'm saying, right. like, what oh, the shit. fuck? What happened? Like, so you just got with him. You just got to kind of keep your eye open and your ears right. open to what's what's happening, because again, we don't really know what's going to happen. Nobody saw this shit coming with AB, right? Nobody right. saw like because exactly. the Steelers, the, the Raiders weren't in the conversation. All of a sudden, bam. Straight to the right, <laughs> you know
1: what I'm saying? So, right, exactly. Yeah.
0: So, we never know. We're lately, I just got to kind of you know keep our ears peeled and, and we'll see when it happens, man. That's right, know, it is what it is,
1: right? And finally, and the, the final big move before we move into some bird gang talk is there's a lot of different cats out there. I want to I throw your way to see if they'd fit not only money wise but scheme wise. Um, I'm very surprised that this whole and maybe listen, maybe they're being savvy in terms of just trying to get the, the most out of it. And I'm curious to think what. what you think he should command as far as a deal is Nick Foles. The obvious mm. thing is that he's going to go to the Jaguars, but yeah. yet it hasn't happened yet. And you, and that was one of the first ones that was like, this is this is like they basically like just shook hands on it in the fucking hotel lobby or some right. shit, and it hasn't went down yet. Right. So do you think when you look at someone like him, where it's like everybody has this kind of weird perspective on him because it's like, like the dude won a Super Bowl, he's a Super Bowl MVP, but then you've seen him in other situations where he's right. been kind of eh. Okay? All right, all right, So, like, with both of those kind of things in mind, do you think it makes sense for the Jaguars to be like, you know what, let's take this chance, let's move on from Blake and fucking, you know, kind of cash, cash this guy out a little bit? Or do you think the market is going to be right think, for him?
0: I think that how old is Nick Foles? He's 30. 30 years old. Okay. Not a lot of words here because he hasn't, he hasn't been playing much in, in his career. Uh, he's been, right. only, what, nine years now? Yeah. Uh, so... Not a lot of wear and tear because he, he was a starter at, at Philly for a little bit. And then, you know what I'm saying, then he left and he came back. And, he of course, the whole Super Bowl thing happened. And uh, last year, you know what I'm saying, same difference. He kind of started playing later in the season. So, you know they have a lot of wear and tear from from from, from the game. I honestly believe the Jaguars should make the move. Like, get rid of Bortles because he is just hot garbage. Like, he he's really bad. And it's uh, I don't know if he just needs to change the scenery I've always thought that Blake Bortles was a talented quarterback. I just be like, what the fuck? You know, he's one of those what the fuck guys. Yeah, you got like great talent, but you just never put this shit together. And then Nick Foles is like, like you said earlier, it's like sometimes, you, he's, sometimes he's great, sometimes he's not. So right. I honestly think if I was a GM of Jacksonville, uh, and I would just be like, you know what? We're going to bring you in. We're going to give you a three-year deal. Um, it's going to be this much guaranteed. But it's not going to be a break the bank type deal. Right? And I'm going right. to tell him up, be like, look, if you play yeah, well right. over the next two years, then we'll extend your contract and we'll make you a Jaguar for the rest of your career. Right. But I'm not throwing a house at him right now. I just can't right. do it. Can't do it. Right, because right. He, he has to prove that he can one, take the, go through a whole damn season and not get hurt. You know what I'm saying? It was thought that he can't control if he gets hurt or not. But he can go through a whole season and be productive and then if he doesn't, two years, shit, get us, get us back to the playoffs. Like, things like this need to happen before we just throw the fucking brink strike at you. So, yeah. Okay, like, on, I think yeah.
1: I think his base needs to be reasonable. And I think it's fair to, if I'm the GM for the Jaguars, like, look, man, we know you can play. But we're in a, we're in an interesting position now where they really, particularly on, on the defensive side of the ball, they're in a win-now position. Right. Where they got all these guys on good contracts. You yeah. know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's that... It's that new era that we're in where these teams have that two, three, four year window where it's like right. you gotta make some shit shake now before you have right. to start paying cats. Right. So it's like, Nick, we'll give you a respectable, you know, uh base that you can agree with. Right. But we will give you the option it has gotta be incentive based. It's gotta right. be Nick, if you show up like Super Bowl M V P you're gonna make you're gonna be Brink's truck status. Right. If you're kinda Nick that's can get it done and kinda game manager, right. you get paid fair. Right. We're not gonna we're not gonna we ain't gonna, you know, yeah, we're, yeah. gonna
0: we're, we're not gonna throw the brink at you. That's your 20. minimum. Right. right.
1: But at the same time it's like if you want the brink I I think that I think that's a I think any GM worth the salt has gotta be like, look, you're good man, but like we can't we can't back it up like you're you're fucking Rogers or Brinkstruck. Right. Like right. we can't we don't know we don't really know what to expect not the enough, there's videos. not enough
0: proof out there there's not enough yeah. proof there's not enough tape not enough film positive film that's going to that's showing us that you know you're going to be this guy year in and year out and that's what we need here
1: correct all right so let's take it to the burr gang let's let, let let's wrap up the segment here with the burr gang yeah, I, I, want, I want to go over i want to go over a few moves um all right, so particularly as it relates to your specialty, your craft, the offensive line, um, speaking of the Steelers, right. um, they picked up uh, Marcus Gilbert from the Steelers, the Steelers. Yep. and then they traded a six-round uh, six pick for him. Right. Um, right off the bat, what do, you, what do you think about that move? I agree
0: with offensive it. Offensive
1: line was a big problem for you guys last yes, year. Yes,
0: sir. Yes, sir. I agree with it. He's a um, he's a, a, a strong veteran. Uh, he has some injury issues, and that's, that's the thing that kind of concerns me, all right? He had some injury issues of over the last two or three years, and I hope that we're not getting an injury-prone guy because we got Lapati, right? Remember, we got Lapati, and he was has been with us for the last two or three years, and injuries kind of kept him off the field. So, hopefully, we—I'm saying—we'll we'll be better, have better luck with Gilbert. Uh, but he's a defined right tackle. He's a, a great run blocker. He's a decent pass protector. He's protected, Ben well, uh, and so I like the move. I like the move a lot, man. And I'm glad we're, we're we're addressing offensive line early, right? <laughs> like, right. That that that's something that we need to see as, as, as Arizona fans. We need to see that offensive line being addressed early. I spoke about it on Javon's show. How you know Lapati? You know, not not even on the show. I was talking to guys. You know, before I went on the segment, I was like Lapati. We, we might need to move off from, from Lapati. You know, what I'm saying he he just needs to retire. Be real. Uh, like I said, the injuries are stacked up on him, and it's like you know what we get getting Shipley back in center. Uh Mason's played great at center, but we throw him at left guard. Uh second between just the, the two just mid-round draft picks we got. We need to bring in guard center, I mean guard tackle type offensive linemen, young ones mm-hmm. that can that could be interchangeable, that can be strong, that can come in and contribute. But we have to address that offensive line. And I'm glad that we started early. Getting Marcus Gilbert was a nice strong move.
1: Right, and and, and um, yeah, I mean, I know what you mean because I mean the the, kid, the kiddies went through a similar thing where they they kind of bet high on a T.J. Lang coming right. over from the Packers, but he and they had to cut him because it just dealt with a lot of injuries and just that that investment uh, wasn't paying off. Paying um, and then as far as some other moves with the Bird Gang, they re-signed D.J. Foster, uh, running back, obviously provides some depth to help with uh, D.J. Mm-hmm. And then they extended some offers to Daryl Daniels, uh, Ricky Seals, Jones, right. and then uh, Jeremy. Uh I came to say his last name, so I was like offensive lineman. Um so they, they um extended extended offers them. We'll see if they keep them. Sure. Now they cut first of all, I completely forgot that Mike Glennon was even a backup right. um the Bird Gang. And they we cut let, him. Yeah, we let go and, of Mike. Yeah, and they cut my guy. Today. Yeah. Um yeah, man. So they, they were they were making some moves there. Um
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We uh we also brought in a tight end of Buffalo. Um He's an older cat. But I'm glad we did that as well because Ricky still Jones needs to grow up and we need somebody to, to, to be to be a to be a mentor to the guy, you know what I'm saying, to raise him because he can be a, a huge mismatch for for us. He can be a great asset for us, but he just needs to grow up because there's too many little things that he does that hurts us but more than helps us. And um, that was a pretty strong move. Um, I have to address the whole marry thing because everybody's a- everybody. we're not I'm not gonna say we're not because I don't know what what a man would do you know what I'm saying <laughs> but I'm gonna say that like I said on, on Javon's show yesterday I think we would be kind of silly to get rid of the guy we moved up to get in the tenth round I mean the tenth pick in the first round to get a another guy. Uh, a guy that you're betting the house on to be your franchise quarterback. Right. As I stated yesterday, my man Rosen figured out something this season that he could do that he never really thought he could do and he can run the ball. Right. He could he could run and get four or five yards and keep a drive alive, Right. Uh, his arm strength. I'm not worried about it. He just needs more targets. Uh, we had a lot of drop balls last season. A lot of things added up, but we need to show up that offensive line. That's what we started doing with, with one man Gilbert, and I'm, I'm pleased. I'm pleased with what we're doing so far.
1: Yeah, and I think I think that's the real issue. And, I, and to be honest with you, I, I kind of had that on my list to. To not talk about it, because I, I know we we had, we had dropped it out there to the reviewers a little bit on social media. And it's like, I don't think, regardless of the whole relationship that, you know, Kingsbury and um, Kyler have, yeah. I think I think that would be putting, uh, putting a, a Band-Aid on the dam, to be oh, honest with you. Because right. the re, one of the reasons why, if you look statistically, why Rosen didn't have the greatest year, it was really protection in targets. Yeah, yeah. You know? No. I mean that's really the main balls
0: and then drop balls and stacks and pressure. It was horrible.
1: Yeah. So I mean I, I mean- think if you if you have so so what happens? You move you move Rose into Lord knows that he go to the Patriots or some shit. You move him you move him. You draft Kyler Murray. He's still behind a real fucked offensive line right. but now because he's more mobile russell wilson like now he just gets to run for his life all day right. exactly. like that doesn't make any sense like <laughs> Duh. dj Duh. dj having some some health issues uh, you know the, obviously that that limited their offense in terms of being able to establish a run game open right. up more for rosen kirk will be coming in his second year obviously Honestly. you know you know fit fits is the Fitz is the, the the first ballot the He's still the consummate Pro. He's still gonna be there. And I think like you said, if you have if you have this cap space, if you have these picks, you're 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 better you're better invested to start with the, not only best available, but like you said, focus, get the offensive line right. Yeah. We've talked about it, we've talked about it, we've all talked right. about all it. Right. God damn it. it, you have to get that solidified for anything to pan I out. do on. it. Gotta do otherwise, it. Otherwise it otherwise it's just speculation and potential and all that stuff, no matter who you have behind center right. and it's you know it's, I mean listen you know Kime's been there for a while now but Kime's getting to that point in his tenure where it's like this is going to be a very I'll tell you what and I know we're going to go deeper into this into the draft mm-hmm. this is going to be a very critical draft right. for Steve Kime no, no. this is going to be this may be a make or break draft yeah. for him this no, no, no. year I, I, I totally
0: agree I totally agree he's got he's got to do he's got to make some major moves he's gotta he got to shit it out the pot. we have to get back to winning football games and being contenders because the West is going to be nasty next year. Right, mm-hmm. So we got to get our shit together, man. Bottom right. line,
1: right? And and before before we wrap up the segment, I want to throw a few names at you um, to see if not only you think it's realistic to even get them in terms of signings, but if they would fit into the scheme and and, and obviously facilitate some of the Bergang's needs. So one of the biggest free agents out there, and again, I'm to be honest with you. I know these guys go cheap on certain positions, but God damn it, I don't know why you would let this guy go. It was Trey Flowers, yeah. and Trey Flowers is out there. Was on the Pats. They're not going to re-sign him. It looks like they're actually they're actually getting the Bennett brothers. They right. got yeah. Michael, and they're trying yeah. to get Martellus to come out of re- retirement. Right. I don't think that's the answer. I think there are certain guys that you just you have to be willing to pay. Right. And someone's going to pay this guy, yeah. and he's out there. I mean, with some of the holes, and I bring it up because, you know, the the Burgundy released Josh Bynes, mm-hmm. so there is a need at linebacker. Do you think it's worth it for in their position to pay him, and do you think he would fit their scheme?
0: Uh, you know, the thing about Flowers is that Flowers is a, is a, a, a defensive end, yeah, kind of a linebacker, more of right. a right. defensive end type, body right. type. Um, Vance Joseph is our defensive coordinator, right? He was the, the, the former uh Head coach of the Broncos Right Correct I don't know if he's a 3-4 Or a 4-3 guy I don't know Like I'm guessing He was a 3-4 guy Because of course You know, not say the Broncos Stay with a 4-3 uh, A 3-4 rather So I don't know if we, if we run a true 4-3 Then yeah Playing Flowers Could be beneficial If we're running a 3-4 And he's that guy Because The Patriots They run like a hybrid defense. Right. You know, correct. It's not really a three-four. You know, what I'm saying it's kind of a four-two nickel type deal, uh, where they will cover up the center, but and make it look like a, a, a three-four. But I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like he he would be a great defensive player to have because we need another edge rusher. Because they're talking about getting Bosa, and they're the, kind of the same body type. Right. Uh, I honestly think that we could we could bring Flowers in, Ham, uh, give him a nice little you know, what I'm saying three three year contract. You know, what I'm saying uh, with some guaranteed money behind it. And not draft Bosa first, and get Williams from Alabama, and with our first pick because that kid is is hell on wheels in the middle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I believe I believe we could we could definitely make a place for him. He, he could we could definitely benefit from from signing him without a doubt.
1: Now another guy, and this just happened within the hour as we record, and this is more of a cap friendly, you know, keywords as, as you like to use. Um, Chiefs release Justin Houston, four time pro bowler, linebacker. Wow. And he was due a base sal- salary of fifteen point two five million. Mm-hmm. Um does he make sense or is, is, is that price tag too high?
0: Price tag's too high because he's a true three four linebacker, outside rush linebacker. Uh, you know, he does everything really well, but I just think his price tag is a little too high and he's too old. If I was young, it's like what five what fifth year, fourth year, fifth year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got that youth on his side. No, not not a lot of wear and tear. in has some injuries. He's older. Yeah, I wouldn't be would be a good move.
1: Mm-hmm. Now here's something I, I'd be curious to see if if you think if you if you be able to get him on the cheap. Um, Danny Amendola got released mm. from the Dolphins. Mm. He may be a good option on the right price to be a good underneath option for Rosen. To help. What, what do you think about that? I was
0: speaking to my kids yesterday when I was training about Amendola. I was like, he would be a great pickup because with Amendola, Fitz, and Christian Kirk being the three receivers mm-hmm. on the field, we have our starting three receivers out there. We have two D- ball in You know, DJ in the backfield. Uh, You know, that would be phenomenal. Ricky Stills-Jones at tight end, who's a mismatch. We can get him to do what he's supposed to do he's supposed to do it. That's a lot of offensive weapons. A lot of offensive mm-hmm. firepower. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm Pro picking up Amendola. He's older, you know what I'm saying? So we wouldn't have to break the bank trying to pay him. Uh, and he's just, he, he's again, like Pitts, he's a constant pro. He's going to give you exactly what you need. He's a, he's a possession receiver. You know, third and four, third and five. Mm-hmm. You bet that he's going to get loose and you can get it to him. He's the type of guy that's always right over the ball. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, he would be a great pickup.
1: Bam. There it is. Well, there's there's some key moves, and I think we can both agree I think there is a collection of moves that this new coaching staff can make, as opposed to going. You know, the whole the whole rumored move of oh, they're gonna move Rose and they're gonna draft Murray. To be honest with you, I think I think when history looks back in the draft, I think I think a lot of this shit is gonna be a lot of smoke and mirrors. Hopefully, we'll, we'll be will be uh, one of the finer hours. For the front office to be right. like, Man, man, we, we had y'all boys fooled because yeah. we we thought you're oh, yeah. gonna go, you know what I'm saying? The the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing, sort of yeah, situation. Yeah. I said yeah.
0: that from the beginning, as soon as soon as the whole Kyler Murray talk started, I was like, That's that's all I said that's draft poker. You know what I'm saying? Correct. That's draft poker. They, they might be trying to get a little a little incentive, you know what I'm saying, to to trade and, and drop down, you know what I'm saying, four or five picks or whatever. So somebody mm-hmm. can move up to get Kyler Murray if they want him. Hey, yo, it, it is what it is. We're gonna see. You know what I'm saying? Here in, in about in, in less than less than less than fifty days now.
1: That's correct. Coming coming up sooner than you think. All right, viewers, when we come back, uh we're gonna introduce something here that kind of ties in a lot of things that we've been talking over the course of the show, particularly as it relates to players and their moving and their contracts and right. you know their rights. You know, we're gonna we're gonna JB, it's a we're we're seeing a lot of presidential candidates come out already running for 2020, and damn it, damn it, we're going to take it to the Senate floor, but on behalf of the players, on uh, a new segment that we're going to talk about here, and I'm going to throw some things at Congressman Bridges yeah. to see what he thinks about uh, how it should be handled and how the um, you know, players should be able to have more control of uh, their careers. Right. Uh, so we'll get into all that when we come back here, right here on the review uh, after the special advertisement announcement. You are listening to the JB and Blue Review Podcast,
0: and we'll be right we back. We appreciate
1: it. Yeah. What's up, reviewers? Have you heard about making money in real estate but you're not sure how to get started? Now you have an opportunity to learn about the housing market while earning commission on new deals. Pacific Home Buyers is a Southern California based real estate investment group that is seeking experienced and hungry phone salespeople to help them find the best homes on the market for sale. And the best part? There's no real estate experience required. Hours are flexible and you can earn big money on closed deals for just getting home sellers qualified. Call us now at 323 963 3417 for more information information on how you can get started that's 323-963-3417 Pacific Home Buyers your home sale starts here Yeah reviewers we are back it's a JB and Benny Blue review podcast buddy. Yeah, buddy. we love you Man, we really yeah. Oh hey shout out to all the reviewers reviewers I really love you I really appreciate cuz we're, we're on the uh, the bi-weekly schedule so I think I didn't get to tell you over the airwaves appreciate you everybody show me that birthday love here first oh, yeah. my guy You know what I'm saying it was great Love you guys. Um, yeah, man, and we appreciate you subscribing to us and following us, which you can do at JB and Benny Blue. We are available on the following platforms, which is basically everything, but I'm gonna tell it to you one more again so you know exactly where to listen. That's iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Tunein, Castbox, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. Full episodes on YouTube, and shout out to the fine folks there at KSRN in the desert. You know what I'm saying? Javon, E, what Sean, up, every, everybody, everybody dude. running that. Uh, appreciate you guys. Always showing my guy love there on NBC Sports Radio in the greater Phoenix area. Yeah. Um, of course, JB and Uh Leave us a message on the Savage Hotline and we will play it. That is 818-850-2804 yeah. to leave that message. Shout out, you know, questions, all that stuff. We'll take it all, baby. Um so it we appreciate yeah, man, we appreciate listening to us, of course, Savage Reactions. Artists send that music. And in fact, this week I'm gonna put up some some posts so we can get some new ones in. Cause I know we haven't really been talking about it like that. You haven't been seeing it in your face, well damn it. We want your music. Send it to JB and at gmail.com. Original heat, baby. I said original heat. Original. And we we will give you that we will give you that we will give you that patented savage reaction right here on the show. Uh so that's that with that. Um reviewers, before we go. You know, man, a lot, a lot of different sports happen this time of year, like we said at the top of the show, um, and it's interesting the way all these things have a way to converge, you know, come together because a lot of them they deal with a lot of the same issues, and we're seeing prime example of what happened with the Antonio Brown signing, where you're seeing a lot of players take more control of what happens in their career. Right now, listen, we JB and I are are smart enough and practical enough to to know damn well. That you get to a certain point where business is business, and, and you, you can't just dictate everything. Where it's like, I want a, a white Bengal tiger to walk me out to the field every day. <laughs> no, right. goddammit. it! You, you, right? You get paid forty million guaranteed. Cut it out, man. We we, we got we got we got to compromise this shit when you, when you're doing business with anybody. Right. But we do think it's high time that we we set we set a new a new doctrine, a new manifest, yes. a new standard that players can live from moving forward as they enter the world of professional sports. So now it's time. We're taking it here to the Senate floor, to the Congress floor. We are introducing a bill that, damn it, we know is going to get passed and is going to benefit all athletes from sea to shining sea. This is the official JB and Benny Blue Review players' bill of rights. Cue the music, god damn it. Cue that music. We have a few things we need to go over here right off the bat. Shout out to the OJ's money, money, money. Now, it's, uh, it's 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 a it's a topic of of much debate, much controversy. But you know the way it's being looked at has changed, and I think there is a way to find a compromise that will not only satisfy the players yeah. but will be reasonable to the ownership as well. So as it relates to how these guys get paid obviously the NBA is its own CBA the NFL does its own thing in other sports every sport kind of has its own you know structure to it but in terms of basic standards Mm. from your experience what do you think needs to be there in terms of basic standards that all leagues need to hold themselves to for making sure that these players are at least getting what they deserve maybe not more than what they negotiate but as long as they are getting what they deserve
0: Along that with change? along with their signing bonus being guaranteed, fully guaranteed, because in, in in NFL football, a lot of times the contract contracts are structured to where you get a signing bonus, you get part of it now, uh, you get part of it in your second year. You know what I'm saying? You get part, and they do that. You know what I'm saying? So they keep the cap right. Of course, uh, I think that signing bonus should be guaranteed. So even if you get cut. You still get your signing bonus money, and I think sixty percent of your contract should be guaranteed. Sixty percent of your contract should be guaranteed. Nice, pretty fair. Yeah, pretty fair.
1: I like that. Okay, so the the the, the motion is granted, yes. by Congressman Bridges, yes. uh, who, who who continues to have the floor. Yes. Uh, next topic of order. Uh, speaking of, you know, the guarantees. You know, I think something that would not only offset some of the guaranteed money, but also create a better product on the court, on the field, wherever, is I think we need to look at the idea of ownership stakes Mm. in some of these teams. Because there are ways to do it where even if it's, you know, portions of a percentage, right... Even, even a quote-unquote minority owner who actually buys into a team right. is really going to own about probably less than 5% of that team. But on the flip side, you look at franchises like the Green Bay Packers, right. where it's technically a bunch of people right. who are owners of the team. They right. have little, small portions right. of stock right. in the team. And to me, I think that will not only offset some of the, like you said, the restrictions they have where they have to make all these upfront moves to try to have all this cap space to right. fill out the roster— but ultimately, I think that could solve some of the problems with players feeling like, oh, this isn't a good situation. I'm going to bounce. It's like, no, you have some sort of stake in this to where if you're smart, this can ride you for the rest of your life. Sure. So moving forward, how, how do you think that plays? And obviously, we want to make sure the players have a choice if they want to do this. Sure. But essentially, almost like you would consider like if you work at a regular corporate job where mm-hmm. they give you, quote unquote, stock options. Right. Sure. How do you think that relates to players in professional leagues having the option to have "quote unquote" ownership stock options?
0: I think I think if you're a, a lifer with a team, then you, I think you should have to earn that right. I understand what you're saying, but like you know, guys that have, you know yeah. that are, that be at the team for two years didn't have that option. Makes but sense. if you if you if you're a guy like a Ben Roethlisberger, you know what I'm saying, or a, a Aaron Rodgers, or a Tom Brady, or you know, guys like that that have been you know, or the late great Steve McNair, who was a Tennessee Titan, you know what I'm saying, forever, you know, before he went to Baltimore. Like, th- these guys should have the option to say, you know what, I need to gain an interest in this company. Uh, without a doubt. Again, you have to, you should have to earn that right, you know. Uh, with that being said, the owners are dirty, and they would probably be like, oh, yeah, well, yeah this fifth year he has the option to buy into the company now. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying so it, it, that that's a tricky one it would be great but I, I feel like they should you would have to earn that right to do that but it's definitely something that it it, it should be an option you should have the option like say you're, you're on your third contract with the same team you know what I'm saying or you know what I'm saying or even your second contract with the same team you're like you know what at this point you have an option to gain an interest in the company
1: Right, and then that maybe maybe for the owners, that's an incentive to where they are feeling the risk of on a second contract for a player, they're not sure if that production is going to hold up and his health is going to hold up yeah. moving into, say, year six, seven, eight, whatever it is, to where they can say, you know what, we're not going to give you as much money within the contract, but like you said, if they've earned it, if they played successfully through that rookie contract, right. then to offset that, they get the option of having that small stock option in ownership. Right. And again, if they're smart, and, that's something and, that they're
0: and, up and, to. And, some, and something, some, some kind of perk, like where the ownership says, "Okay, you know what? We're not going to pay you as much, but we want to keep you around, and we'll give you that option to buy, you know, to buy into the company, and we'll match whatever you buy. We'll match it. So your your company, you know what I'm saying, your your, mm. your your whatever you invest, we're going to match it, and then that way, bam, it'll be it'll be like, you know, like true
1: true businessman. I knew it. Mean, there business. it is. Hey, speaking of uh, speaking of players you know, making moves, making choices. Now we're into the era of player mobility, especially you see it in the NBA. And now it's starting to trickle into what you've seen with Antonio Brown, yeah. Van Bell, some of these other players right. who are purposely holding out, asking for trades early into their contracts. Um, but, you know, there's there's going to be a residual effect in terms of how players are given contracts and treated. I think moving forward. Right. So as it relates to player mobility, do you like the trend of what's happening, or do you think it needs to be? Do you think all parties need to sit down at the table and really bang the shit out now before it kind of becomes a runaway train?
0: I don't like I don't like the whole public aspect of it, like the going to social media and like trying to put the the the, 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 the organization the franchise on blast to try to get out, like. You should have to be you you, Like you said It should be a man To man type thing Because it's all men You know what I'm saying Or or women You know what I'm saying these leagues They're grown These people are grown men Grown women You should be able to sit down And say you know what This is not working for me Alright So I want to go And it can It can be very It can be very clean You know what I'm saying It doesn't have to be all messy Like you know uh, The whole Antonio uh whole Antonio Brown thing The LeBron situation with the Lakers and and your man AD over there in New Orleans that got real messy and I look at it you know what I'm saying it's just a complete clusterfuck right of the Lakers you know what I'm saying that he you know LeBron lost his team you know what I'm saying like he lost the faith of the young kids that would, would have followed him into the depths of hell right if he would have just stayed loyal to them and let the whole uh, you know what I'm saying the whole AD thing play out in the off season as opposed to like making it such a big whoop. At this point, right now, uh, I just I just feel like it should be it should be more within the realms of the team and the player. It shouldn't be public. That that's the thing. That's when it gets all messy and nasty. It's just it's just I think you should be able to, if you, if you can get out of that contract, you know what I'm saying, and you can figure out a way that, that both parties are going to win because that's pretty much the only way that that is going to happen. I mean, the Antonio Brown situation was a little bit different, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. You should you should be able to say you know what. I'm not being utilized like I think I should be. You look at my numbers. I was this. I was that to you guys, and it's just—I don't know. I think it's time for me to, to, to step off and go somewhere else. I need, need to change the scene. I don't think there's a problem with that. I think that's grown men doing grown men business.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. If you, if you if you can do it if you can do it in other industries, if you're not happy at your job or right. your career, your company, right. you should be able to have some form of that. Yeah. Um, you know, with within the within as that was
0: that respect, you know, so that man to man, female woman-to-woman respect, saying, Hey, again, this is just not, you know, it's, it's time for me to move on.
1: Correct. Correct. Now the fourth statute on the players' bill of rights, and this applies to all leagues, and you see you you definitely you want you bring up the NBA and has and how it compares to the NFL, two completely different perspectives on this. One is way more progressive, one is you know, damn near plantation mentality. Let's just call it what it is. Right. Uh, social activism. You've seen the major the major stories, obviously, with Colin, who we have talked about on many occasions on this podcast. Right. Still, one you know won the settlement. You know, quote unquote undisclosed amount, but right. the the NFL. You know, they they came to the table and put an end to it because they. I'm guessing that they probably knew it was going to be a long, hard-fought battle for this whole collusion thing, right. which there's definitely a case for. And then you see Eric Reed, where he was able to really make a power play and go to the Panthers and get a new deal with the Panthers. Right. But even though they, quote-unquote, paid them, and I think in a lot of ways, it it was kind of, in a way, you could almost kind of call it hush money. Yeah, it was, it was a like, shout-out. Oh, right. It was for them to yeah. the
0: fuck up.
1: Exactly. Right. Uh- so on a player's bill of rights, how should these leagues not only allow for the, these type of demonstrations, but also just do a better job of... Um, Assisting in these communities where these players come from to ultimately bridge the gap and not have to worry about these financial consequences to yeah. it because they're actually doing something to help.
0: Right. I honestly think that... The, the, my, my thing is that I think it's, it's horrible how they did Colin Kaepernick. Uh, at the same time, I'm going to go on record and say it again. Like, this is your job. And if you do something at your job that's frowned upon by the people that, that employ you, then they can do what the hell they want to do to you. It's a job. That's at any job. It ain't got nothing to do with the NFL, <laughs> NBA. Now the NBA is a lot more. You know, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Lo- a lot looser than, than the NBA. I mean, NFL. Like it is. It's a lot looser. But I tell people all the time that there's a clause in the NBA players' contracts that you're going to stand up for the national anthem. Like it's That's in there. true. It's in there. Like and you sign right. that contract. So if you don't, then they they have the right to let you go. And uh, I just think there needs to be. I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with expressing yourself, but I think there's a time and place to do it. All right? I honestly think there's a time and place to do it. And and it, it's it's a messy it's a messy subject. It really is, because everybody's like, well, I wanna use my platform being I'm on TV to show people that I'm feeling like this. Well, if you really feel like that, then then we ain't gotta see it. You know what I'm saying? Just do it. Just do it. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna do something, if you wanna fight social injustice, then fight it you gotta fight on the football field and fight it in real life like mm-hmm. go into the community like you said like you said go into the communities and I think that all all professional sports teams should go into the communities and to the lower income and lower the, you know, the lower the lower income communities in their, in their cities respective cities and and have a agreement with the police where they have seminars and where they have uh just Meetings where they have all of these things where they can sit down and they can talk and they can come to an agreement and say, you know what, this is not cool. Like what's going on in our community, we don't like it. So we're going to do everything we can to make it stop. All right? Whether it means we're going to shine light on it all day, every day. But this is what we're going to do. If it doesn't stop, social justice it doesn't stop. You killing young black men. Uh, it's it just it's it's just not it's not cool. And we're going to continue to harp and to bang on y'all until this stop in our community. If every sports team does that, because it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's not cool. It's not cool nowhere. And, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like the, 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 most sports are African-American players. Like, you know, with the exception of certain sports, you know, hockey, you know what I'm saying? Like baseball, you know what I'm saying? Like, but still, these are a lot of baseball players, especially a lot of baseball players are from from Central and South America, you know what I'm saying?
1: The Dominican Republic, yeah, Denver, you know yep. what I'm saying.
0: So it's like yep. their their skin color, still, they look more like us than, you know what I'm saying. than like them, you know what I'm saying. All so right. the, the same thing that happened to my people can happen to y'all. They, you know, just because y'all speak a different language. So yeah, sports teams should, should be way more active in the community, and and it would help if the big wigs spoke up. But I know they don't give a damn, and that's the problem. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so to say that. That's all I can say is that they need to be way more active in the community. Like just completely all the way out there, way more active. Um the Chicago Bears did a really good job of, of teaming up with the police and, 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 and getting the program going out there. Um mm-hmm. my man Sam Macho and some of the guys, they did a really good job of doing that and it, it kinda toned down the gun it really toned down the gun violence in Chicago. And yeah, you know, it's just it's something that needs to happen. They got to. Um as far as like the, the, the protesting amongst like, amongst, like, within the game, like, it's your job, man. Like, it's your right. job. Like, you certain just not going to be allowed to do certain things at your job.
1: Right. So, Cong- so Congress Congressman Bridges, in the effort to come together and have a, a, a bipartisan agreement on this God's green earth, it is, is it of your opinion that you think the trade-off should be that we will, the leagues will still have the standards in terms of what they're talking about with the quote-unquote demonstrations, but... They must be willing to come to the table and contribute, whether it's financially, resources, whatever, to help these communities and ultimately create more action, thus diminishing the need to have these quote-unquote demonstrations because the things that need to be happening will be happening. Is that your your belief, Congressman
0: Bridges? Players should be able to go to the the higher-ups in their their organizations and say, you know what, I don't like what's going on in my community. I'm a player here. We need to do something. We need to do it now. That would avoid... Oh, I honestly think that Colin Kaepernick knelt because he felt like he couldn't even talk to the people that, that employed him. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there was no... it was a language barrier between what I'm saying and what you're thinking and what you're saying. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to show you how I feel.
1: Right. Done. The resolution passes. And finally, the last statute on the Players' Bill of Rights. You know, JB, it's it's a uh, it's a substance that you and I can enjoy from time to time. Hell, oh, yeah. I know I know you appreciate being a card carrying charter member of go, the watch gang.
0: I'm gonna go enjoy it if you
1: minutes. <laughs> <laughs> me, me and you both, sir. It is the uh, it is the canna- cannabis. It is a, a topic of much discussion, particularly with NFL players who are retired and they're dealing with the effects of <laughs> concussions. Wear and tear on the body, right. and it's been something just, that I a lot just, of players I, are. I just talk got about.
0: my CBD package of the oil and the rub, and and all of those things. So I am I'm quite pleased with them, and, uh, they are really good, man. Really nice. good.
1: Do, we, do we do we have a brand? Do we have a brand slash future sponsor to shout out? So we. I would uh, I would have, I would
0: have to uh, go down and look at them. I send this in the medicine <laughs> the medicine cabinet. The <laughs> so, <West> Camp, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would right. have to go down and look at them, but I'll. You know, I, who, 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 that, that's later to come. Reviews we'll yes, definitely shout about.
1: Yes. That'll, that'll be in a patent production meeting. However, speaking of the medicine cabinet, you have a lot of players being outspoken about. They're getting very tired of being fed by medical staffs, various opioids mm-hmm. in the NFL, out of Toradol, right. different sort of painkillers like that. And going way back in the day, you saw it early with players like Ricky Williams, mm-hmm. where he cut his career short in the name of marijuana, which is again even just looking back at it now um, it was his choice i don't, you know i don't know i don't know if he would do anything differently now right. but i think i think he he did take an early sacrifice on it and now bringing it to present day you have um, David Irving from the Cowboys essentially saying that he's retiring what have you again young young man i don't know if that shit's going to hold up if he's going to end up coming back but he was voicing his opinion on IG live about how he, how he feels about the NFL right. treats Cannabis, right? And then you bring up things like CBD where it's non-psychoactive and a lot of former players like yourself are using it to treat symptoms. And the NFL's argument is they're trying to classify it as a performance-enhancing drug with the THC. So, moving forward to the players' bill of rights. Do you think it's high time, high time, that sports leagues all over chill out on this weed thing and let the players do, do what they do on that if it helps them manage even things like mental problems right. or with the physical physical rigors of playing the game
0: i'm gonna start by saying this i think that the fear of the nfl and the whole marijuana thing is that guys are gonna be walking into the in, into this facility high you know what i'm saying correct and then they'll be like well my head was hurting so
1: i smoked before i came in <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, because you're gonna get some idiots that's gonna be that's gonna do that. Right, like
1: they're gonna be they're gonna be blunted.
0: And that's the they're problem is that they, they can't the reason why they, they won't do it is because they can't control it. Right? If and, it, and even if like there's too many loopholes in it, like I said, there, there's always gonna be a guy that's going to be like, man, my, my, my back was hurting, so you know, I can smoke, you know what I'm saying, coming the, and they're gonna come in a facility smelling like weed. Like so that's the I think that's the biggest fear of the NFL and the whole thing. Now, the CBD thing, I really do think that the NFL should really, like, you Yeah. Know, I mean? If they're smart, you know what I'm saying, they should partner with CBD companies, you know what I'm saying, and start, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like these rubs and so on and so forth. Like, I put the CBD the rub on my knees the other day. Woo! Man, it was amazing. <laughs> Rick Flair, woo! Right? It was amazing. Like, they, yeah. I mean, within within 10 minutes, man, they were, I didn't feel anything. felt amazing. You know what I'm saying? So, I do think that they should do that. Now, the whole marijuana thing... It's just too hard to control. It really yeah. is. Because, again, there, the, the, there are going to be a lot of guys, I, I'm going to say it like this, 75% of guys will do it right. You know what I'm saying? They'll smoke at night before they go to bed. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. But
1: you got to think not about hit, like... Not hit the blunt in the team. Right, right, line walk yeah. in the facility. You know right. what I mean? Like, exactly. wow, shit. Like yeah, them.
0: but you're going to have dummies like that that's going to do that and right. then they're going to end up losing their jobs, you know what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> shit, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's yeah. too hard to control. But the that's, whole, like... I think and that's, that, really and that's what... Yeah, and that's what... That's what actual marijuana with the THC. But the whole cannabis right. thing... Yeah. Without a doubt. I think it's... Yeah. They, the NFL should partner up with cannabis companies, and it should start being treatment for pains, uh, so on and so forth, because, man, uh, it's... <laughs> I know I, I... I'm glad that I don't have an, uh, an addictive personality, but... You know, when you have pain, you know, the first thing they give you is, is you know, get, first of all, first of all, you get a toy We used to get, when I, I'm an older guy, so we used to get toy shots for every game. Literally, before every game. Like that butt cheek, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and You play a whole game and, you're, and you're, you're basically half numb, you know what I'm saying? Because it's about 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, you're like, ah, shit. You know what, right.
1: what I'm saying? When
0: that toy dog wears off, you get hurt, you know what I'm saying? The first thing they right. want to give you, you know what I'm saying, is, uh, Percocet You know what I'm saying They want to give you You know what I'm saying oh, Like that's the first That's pretty much the thing You go get Percocet You get high volume perk. You don't get that bullshit mm-hmm. They give you that real shit You know what I'm saying They give you the 1500 They give you the 1500 You know what I'm saying Like you getting Ooh. that real shit You know what I'm saying Damn. Like so And you get a, an abundance of it Like even right now As an NFL player Retired NFL player If I go see my pain specialist Once a month Like I'm supposed to mm-hmm. He would give me 150 Percocet he would write a prescription every month for me to get 150 Percocet. Right. I did it once in California when I was out there, when I first got out there. And he was like, boom, there you go. And I couldn't even get it because, of course, you know, what I'm saying, of all you know, sending opioid addiction amongst kids, you know what I'm saying, amongst, his, you know what I'm saying and amongst just regular people. Mm-hmm. Like, they have to, you have to go through like this whole process to go to CVS and get your fucking prescription. <laughs> so, right. But like, the, the CBD for sure. Like yeah, it's definitely that has to happen. Yeah, it's definitely something that the NFL has to look into to help cure and help relieve pain. And and uh, also, man, like the just, I mean, headaches and so on and so forth. And like, you know, I I, I do the capsules. I, I've had the CBD package for about three days and done the package. And I hadn't had pain in my neck, and my head like I have. Again, I said I rubbed it on my knees. And it's phenomenal. I'm about to go rub on my knees when we get through with the podcast because they're aching a little bit and it's like man it's just it's a natural pain really it's it's it's, it's, it's earth god put this here for me and you. Mm-hmm. take advantage you know what i'm saying
1: word the smokey yeah and i think i think to me i think that is the answer because i mean even even though this is the player's bill of rights when you're doing business there still has to be a form of negotiation and compromise right. and i mean i think to me like you said i think i think it's it's not wise to just have it be way, way too unregulated with players, where it's like you know, like you said, a lot of players will handle it correctly, and some won't, and that'll be their fault. But I think what you could do now is really embrace that because it's, the studies are there, the facts are there, to, to utilize it to not only keep away the the um, addictives yeah. of the of the the pills and the shots and everything everything they'll, they'll get you. Because no matter, like you said, no matter if you have addictive traits or not. They start pumping you full of that stuff, naturally yeah. your body is going to crave it. Right. No matter what. Even even if you don't have that within your brain right. to do that. Right. And then that, on the flip side, that'll satisfy the the guys who really believe in it. Say, you know what? At least they're taking the steps to believe in the healing and medical benefits of it. Right. I get the part where they don't want, want us to be, you know what I'm saying, cushed out. Right. But if they're allowing us to take CBD, they don't consider it a performance-enhancing drug. Right. I think that's a huge step forward in every league. For not only the actual leagues and ownership, but for the players, I think that's something that they could. they Honestly, of all these topics, I think that that's the. I think that could be. You yeah, know that, top, that's top the, one. the deal. That's the easiest yeah. one, though. Like that, that's the easiest one to resolve.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like that's the easiest one to come to terms with. So yeah, yeah I'm pro CBD. You need it. I am.
1: That's it. Well, hey, shout shout to whoever, shout to wherever you got that um that uh, box from, and trust and believe, we will definitely have. You know, we've we've had our different supplements and different you know fitness stuff that sponsored us before. But definitely any any uh C B D brands out there, get at us, JB and been able to at gmail.com so we can we can uh we can talk some business about having you be a sponsor because you, you have you a gentleman deals. that is is a belief, a believer in your products, and we will definitely push them, because you know what I'm saying, it's it's good shit out there. Um, oh, yeah. So, reviewers, that's it. Um Bizzle Man, any final thoughts to the reviewers before we get on up out of here and enjoy the rest of it.
0: Hey look, we love you, we love you, we love you, we love you, we love you. Hey, did I mention that we love you? Hey. God damn it, we love you. Ta. Cannaway Sports. What's Cannaway, it's a Cannaway Sports? That's the
1: company,
0: Cannaway Sports.
1: Well, hey, Cannaway Sports, we'll, we will be in touch. Shout out shout out to you guys. A shout out. Um, you know, reviewers, we love you. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Enjoy. Enjoy your week coming up. Uh, we'll see you here in, 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 uh, every other week as usual. And in the meantime, you can keep up with us here at JB and Benny Blue for all your social media needs. Right. Um, JB and Benny Blue Review.com for all past episodes of merch and all that good stuff. And again, leave us a message on the Savage Hotline. That's 818-850-2804. One more again. That's 818-850-2804. it. And uh, we're available on all streaming platforms. Look us up, find us, leave us a five star review on iTunes. Helps us move us the charts. And we appreciate it. Um, and that's it. This has been the JB and Benny Blue Review Podcast. And until next time, we out. Holla. Peace. Uh, Mondays just became
0: Mondays. Mondays just come more exciting! Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now.
1: Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim.
0: (sighs) Mondays. Just became Mondays! Mondays just come more exciting! Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play
1: now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim.